Hey, what's happening, everybody? Uh, Hoot and BT here to talk about sports ball and uh, making a lot of good tries out there for touch passes. And Still needed a new name for this show, brother. I know. Sports ball's not going to happen. Yeah, sports no, talk's not good. No, I know. Well, that's I just that. think it's something, you know, something with Hoot and Hustle. Because, you know, you oh, hustle. okay, okay, I like it. I also thought this one, this was, I don't know what this says about me as a person. I was thinking like garbage time. Because you know how garbage town points at the end of the game where a game is a blowout, nobody, the team is not going to win. None of the points, none of it matters. <laughs> garbage time. That's yeah. our show. None of it matters. <laughs> yeah, none of it matters. We're just going to talk about it. And if you listen, cool. Yeah, uh, so just it, like, you know, when you're down by 40, but you go down and you put in a tomahawk ex- slam. Exactly. garbage points. Your team's down by 40, but hey, look at me. I had my 28. <laughs> yeah, I had my 28. I had all 28. Yeah. Uh, garbage time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> So uh, put a pin in it. Yeah. At, at this point, we're still looking for people to... Garbage time with Hoot and BT. Garbage time. People, of course, the problem is people will be like, garbage time. Is this sanitation yeah, talk? Yeah, it's like, all right, so first off, you want to get your glass in its own container. Okay. Now, now you're going to want to recycle, but be sure paper, plastic... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, no, no, but I just thought it was funny because yeah. you know, garbage time. None yeah. of it matters. None of it counts. Yep, that's right. That's our that's our sports show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We, we this might be garbage time. Garbage time sports. Oh, that's marketable right there. Garbage time sports. We're gonna have to get a little picture of a trash can uh, with a. Oh, with a basketball going in it like it's a hoop. Oh God, I can Boom. make the I can Perfect. make the logo. This is gonna be great. Uh, Welcome to the sports talk, you know? Uh, Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the creative process. Yeah, that's it, baby. Uh, Okay, so first off, I want to start the show off because you and I have talked about this a lot and how it infuriates us, and we're just going to say that the NFL has heard our voices. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with us. Well, they have heard our voices for the playoffs. Right, yeah. Which Although is still, I think this is a test. Yeah, it's a beta I, test. As I say, this is that's exactly what this is. This is beta test. If it works out and fans are happy, it won't be playoffs. It'll be season playoffs. long. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. We're lucky to win a game. Uh, but so the rule change, the OT rule change. Now, finally, both teams will have possession in OT. Because I believe that I speak for most everybody when we say it's garbage whenever you go into overtime. And and basically, whoever wins the coin toss wins the game. Especially the way it has been for many years where just one team had to get into field goal range and then kick it. Yeah. And then they set up where you had an opportunity to match like in college. But Yeah. I like like this method better. Well, because now this essentially is the opportunity to match like in college, right? I mean, if you really break it down. So... um, Receiving team runs down, scores a touchdown. Okay, they have to kick the ball off again, just like normal play. Uh, receiving team this time does not score. Game's over. They do score. Okay, then it does go to sudden death. You know, I'm okay with that. I am okay with the fact that if you score again, now I I, I still feel like it's still kind of a one sided thing. See, I've always been one that I never was never offended by the college football overtime system. I yeah. used to love that, you know, you get the ball, you're in the red zone automatically. Yeah. So you got a chance at the field goal. And it's a that, shootout. That's not a guarantee, but then it's a shootout to try to score with yeah. the offense Unanswered, and the defense right there. Yeah, I would say, and that's the whole thing. 
the way they decide it is unanswered points. Do you know why the NFL has been so opposed to that? Is it an injury risk? Well, what's the reason why I that's d- never been uh, suggested? It's well, always been sudden death. Yeah, and well, the, the whole thing is like you would think with as much as we've talked about it, and you've heard, I'm sure you've heard other people talk about it. It has to have been suggested. Yeah, I have no idea why the sudden death. Uh, there thing, are some people that don't like the college football the way that it's done because well, we call those people communists. Okay, because they they believe that you're eliminating the kickoff, sure. and that's an important aspect of the game. It's like sure, yes, but you still do have a special teams element if you decide to kick a field goal. Right. So the special teams is still involved. Now your return team, not necessarily. Right. But I guess that's really where it came back to is people that were like Devin Hester. This is going to take him out of the game, and he's going to be our big game breaker. It's like, well, if you're relying on a kick returner to be your game breaker, you're already having problems. Yeah, true that. So I like the college rule, but this too. this is as close as to you know giving us something where it's not. Yeah, when you get in field goal range, you kick a field goal and, and it's you win. Over. Yeah, and see, and that's that's what I don't like. That's still the the thing about this new rule change that I don't like is like after. You you do the tit for tat, right? Yeah. Then it's and if both teams score, okay, now it's sudden death. And you're yeah. like, bro, that's the same situation, just extended by a few minutes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's the same thing, just extended because that other team's not getting a chance to answer. Yeah. And you have these games where both teams' offenses are just incredible. Neither defense can stop them, so it's just right. gonna who has the ball last is gonna win. Yep. So the coin toss, once again, is a factor. Yeah. Again, I like college football. If you can have your coin toss, fine. You choose whether you want to go first or you want to play defense first, and then you alternate a turn. Yeah. So I I like that element. Because I can respect I lost because they scored and I couldn't. But I remember the magic that was that uh, Ole Miss – Arkansas Razorback game. The where they seven OTs? The seven overtimes. Everybody remembers seven OTs. And that OTs. was incredible, the excitement going back and forth of, are they going to stop them this time? Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing. We're like, And then after a certain point, the field goals were not a factor. You have to go for two. Yeah. I love that, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think the NCAA has that right. But that's yeah, I think the NCAA, controversial opinion. Yeah, unpopular, uh, if you will. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll know about that uh, later this week. Uh, whenever you listen to our regular Hoot Hob show, we have unpopular opinions. Yeah, and sports takes are quite often unpopular opinions, much like your hat is to uh, Broncos fans out there. Yeah, yeah, James. Look at you, brother. All right, anyway. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think the rule change is a step in the right direction. I still don't think it's fixed, though. It's still broken. It's but still broken, but it is bad. You know, yeah, at least you do get the opportunity for the unanswered point type thing. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it does force, you know, you can't, you can't just punt in overtime. No. And, and, and I'm good with that. Most but, often, most they wouldn't punt in overtime. Usually they were going for it. That yeah. was the other thing is, like, you, nobody was going for to punt the ball and play defense. It's just nobody has that confidence in their defense like they used to. Like if this was 1985 and you had the Bears defense, of course, punt it all day. We'll play defense. Yeah. You had the Ravens defense with Ray Lewis, fine, punt it. We'll play defense all day. Right. That's also because their offenses were liabilities, except not in the case of the 85 Bears. They had sweetness. So Right, yeah, true that. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, uh, NFL trying to get it right, still messing it up, but – they're coming around. They'll get it. They'll figure it out at some point. So let's move on to a topic we talked about on last week's show, okay? Uh, controversial topic of Leah Thomas, the uh, NCAA... Um, transgender swimmer. Transgender swimmer, right. 
uh, is a trans woman, which means, once again, born biologically male uh, and now living her best life. So uh, And become dominant in a female sport. Right, which I, I've shared my opinions on that yes, last and week. If you, you want to hear it, just go back and yeah. listen to... Uh, I believe it actually releases on today, the day yeah. we're recording. Yeah. It, it, so go back and listen to that. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. It's a good discussion, and yeah. I, it's worth a listen. It is. So uh, you want to know what my opinion is on that and Brandon's opinion is on that, then just go back and listen to it. We're not going to get into that right now. But what we are going to talk about, what Brandon's going to talk about, uh, is... Uh, one of the female swimmers, um, they, it was the second place. Yeah, right? the runner-up, Riley so, Gaines. Okay. Well, she's uh, come out, and now she's kind of taken to the media circuits. Right. And she is voicing her opinion that this isn't right. And this is a quote. She doesn't like the tra- trajectory of female sports, meaning right. that if this is way that female athletics is headed, then there may be uh, pitfalls down the road. I mean, as if you're not having one already with this controversy. Yeah. But uh, she's foreseeing more, and I guess that's kind of my question to you, brother. I know we talked about it on last week's sure. show. There's a lot of uh, a touchy subject to, to mess with here, yeah. but at the same time, looking at it from a pure competition s- uh, standpoint, yeah. this does open up a, a world of uh, a lot of potential... I don't know. It opens a can of worms of, yeah. uh, of, of you know, a lot of... <sighs> okay, so in my opinion on this, it perpetuates a vicious circle, okay? So if you start allowing trans women, and, I, you know, I'm just going to call it that, okay? You start allowing trans women um, to do things like female um, weightlifting, which is was a controversy uh, a couple yeah. years ago or last year yeah. or something, right? So they're like, "Well, she is the um, world's strongest woman." I was like, "You know, you, you remember the State Farm commercials? Like, well, she's a guy." So, um, you know, and I'm not trying to even poke fun, but at the same time, biologically speaking, men and women are built different. Well, you can look at the history of the weightlifting records. Yeah, absolutely. And just look at the difference between yeah. historically what the men's records have been and what the women's records have been. Yeah, they and then eclipse. Take in, and then take into factor this new transgender person coming in here and then setting new records. Yeah, it's, and see, and I, I find that to be like, I'm, I'm straight up doing the... Um, the thing that you try not to do, take yeah. offense for someone yeah, else. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to straight up Karen on this, okay? Like, I'm, I'm kind of offended on behalf of, of women, and I know I said that last week too, but it's because it's like, if, if I were a woman, okay, and I'm not talking about if I identified as one, I'm talking about if I had been born biologically a woman, and I lived my life as a woman, and I trained as a woman, and I fought hard as a woman for whatever goal I'm trying to reach, but, you know... Uh, New kid on the block, if you will, comes in and shatters everyone's stuff, including all my hard work. I'm pissed. I'm just, I'm pissed. Because you feel there's an unfair competitive advantage. The same as doping. Absolutely. The same as doping is if someone is on steroids and people take offense to that. Because it's an unfair competitive advantage over people. Because when you go into a competition, all aspects should be on level ground going in. That's right. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, if you're going in, Okay, let's just switch it over to, to men's swimming, okay? Like men's swimming. If I'm a professional swimmer or I'm an Olympic swimmer, but I know I've got to go up against Michael Phelps back in his prime, we ain't created equal. No. no. But we do have the same opportunity. You know what I'm saying? 
like being both like th- there's nothing that actually disqualifies him besides the fact that he was on the pot. When I say it like that, it makes it sound like he was on a toilet. Um, oh, and the fact that he's Aquaman. Has yeah, gills. That, that's true. He he does have gills. You're like, where'd he go? Oh, he's finished. That's weird. Uh, but I don't know, man. I just I don't. I'm all for someone living their best life, but come on. I guess I. This puts me in a very uncomfortable position because we've talked about historical baseball records in the past. Right. Barry Bonds set records. What did I say about those records? Fine. Okay. I'm not offended by the PED because everybody right. else had the option to use the PED too because yep. nobody was being tested. That was the whole thing is whenever so, the whenever the records were broken, it was not illegal. It was not outlawed. So why strip Barry Bonds of anything? Why strip Mark McGuire? Why? Under a cloud of suspicion, evidence aside, Balco case aside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, why strip them of that? Instead, they decided to put an asterisk. Controversial yeah. as that asterisk is, and I say it's stupid, yeah. but put the asterisk there because I've always been one learned from history. You sure. see this, you see that. What does that mean, Dad? That means that he, you know, used steroids. It's like, to do it, this. it mean, you know, just like Leah Thomas with an asterisk. Yeah. Like, so, well, it means that she won first place, but, you know, there was uh, that's That is other my, things. you know, very, very weak uh, compromise in this situation. Yeah. I say put the asterisk there. But that doesn't. That just puts a band aid on the situation. That puts a band aid on a broken leg because it doesn't of really. Yeah, because this is again, these young women that that especially this one you're talking about. This young woman that won second place. She's t- very, very, very upset about this. And, and understand. Yeah, I would so. say, and I and I would agree with her being upset just because of like like you said, it, that's unfair. It's unfair, and, and I'm I, and I am sorry for uh, uh, Leah Thomas. I really am. I'm sorry that that. It's not as special for you to win first place yeah. as you want it to be. And as maybe uh, it would have been had you been born the gender that you identify or yes, or, yes. Or, or whatever the case may be. Um, as you can see, I'm trying to be very careful on we, picking we words. We went down this uh, again where you can listen to the last week's episode if you want to hear our detailed yeah. opinion on it. but. It's that interesting that you could always create another division. Well, then you're creating the division where it's like, I'm not trying to yeah. be different here. I'm just trying to be identified as I what I want to be. So then there's that murky area. Yeah. So there's, who do you please in this? You can't please yeah, you everybody. You can't please everyone. So I, I would say, the same thing I said last week, I would say the person who has made a change to their life. Yes. They're the ones who have to make the sacrifice. Uh, yes, that, I, that I is. Mean, I've listened back to it again. You are exactly right. That is what you said. Yeah, for sure. I would say. I just you like say, I said, live your best life, whatever. But you have to understand your competitive life may be over. Yeah, it, and you well, know, in the let, spirit of fairness, not to go again. We went extremes last week yeah. with the Brock Lesnar comparison. But let's <laughs> right, say you know yeah. something happened and I got a bionic limb attached to me and it gave me an unfair competitive advantage yeah. playing a professional sport. Right, like you said, you're going to start playing soccer and you could yeah. kick the length of four fields yeah. with your bionic leg. But I have a bionic leg, and everybody's always going to point that out that he had an unfair competitive advantage right. this whole time. And I have to live with that. Now, yeah. I probably should have made the decision to not, you know, try to pursue uh, becoming a professional athlete knowing that I was going to just conquer everybody with my bionic leg. Yeah. But this is a, a similar a situation here where you know that you have an unfair competitive advantage. So you yourself should, you know, see see yourself where yeah, you're going to be. Yeah, I say, I'll, I'll see myself. Uh, to to my table, and I will watch the competition. Yeah. You know? Now, if uh, you know, want to 
if there are other people that want to join along and in spite of the competitive advantage still participate, then they're a willing participant and that's a different situation. Sure. It sounds in the case of this uh, Riley woman, she is not on board with this right. and that's where we have this conversation that you and I are having right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and hey, y'all, try not to hit my microphone. Uh, you know, in this particular case, I, you know, I, we've already said everything we need to say. I mean, I, I feel I feel bad for this this uh, Thomas, uh, and I also feel bad for this uh, Riley. Riley. Um, excuse me, I'm Leah. Last name is Thomas. Sorry. Yeah. But Leah it, Thomas and Riley Gaines. Okay, I feel bad for both of them. I feel bad for uh, uh, this Leah Thomas because like. It's still an accomplishment. I, yeah, it's still an accomplishment that you're never going to fully get the, the credit you may feel you deserve, or maybe you do deserve, but you're never going to get that because and, of this. And here's another thing is I feel... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, and it's neither here nor there for us to make that call right. because it's the court of, we've called it before, court of public opinion. That's right. They are going to roast you however they're going to roast you. That is something yeah. that you're going to have to deal with knowing going in there. So Absolutely. whether we agree with her being the medalist or not, or, right. or winning those trophies or not, currently won the competition, is the medalist, is the award winner. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Right. Um, so I feel bad for Riley, too, though, because, I mean, once again, it's the same illustration I just saw. You know, think about how hard she worked to to win that competition. Yes. And then someone with a leg up came in and just smoked her. You know what I'm saying? That, that's That's got to be gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. Uh, you know, to be beaten fair and square is one thing. But I just don't see this being fair and or square. Um, but that's my opinions on it. So I, I'm I'm good unless you want to. No, you no. got anything else you want to delve into? I, I really that. don't. I think it's the same thing that we talked about last yeah. week. It's just that now it's uh, once again hit the the media circuit because Riley is as you know trying to to have this something that we talk about at least. Right. So that uh, this isn't something that's swept under the rug and we just yeah, don't discuss. Yeah. I mean, it it, at some point. A lot of this stuff that that you know we as people keep trying to sweep under the rug. Unfortunately, that rug's going to have a big hump under it at some point. And you're going to have to clean it out. And I'm just not. I don't think I'm ready for all the conversations. And I mean, that are honestly, have to happen. none of this is going to matter at all. Whenever the androids rise up, and then they that's true, man. Whenever there. Skynet takes over, exactly. like we're we're screwed. The only things you're going to be hearing out of me is, yeah, the, uh, if the, you can hear this, I'm Hoot Hobbs, and you are the resistance. Yeah, when the machines rise up, yeah. male, female, doesn't matter at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's, just it's us a human baby. Machine. It's just us humans versus the machines. I know it. Uh, oh God. Okay, so since we got a little off subject with that, let's uh, let's just kind of. Slide over into March Madness and what kind of madness, beautiful madness it has been. Um, uh, congratulations to the Arkansas Razorback men's basketball yes. team on an incredible season. Yes. Uh, Elite Eight, two years straight, boys, and, and the recruiting class looks beautiful. I'm yeah, excited. Musselman is here to stay. Yes, that's right. Um, and, and, and thank goodness, man. We, we're, we're proud to have Mus. We're proud to have the team we've had. Um, so we've had some guys that is are, are being rumored to be in the transfer portal. A few have confirmed. Um, one that I'm actually really excited about that was rumored that actually he came out and said, nah. Uh, number 20, Kamani Johnson. Uh, he has said that he doesn't care if he plays a minute. He wants to be a part of this program, so he's not transferring. And I thought that that says a lot for his character. I love this kid's energy, even though sometimes you're like, bro, you need to cool out. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's trying to start a fight. Tone, tone it down a little bit. Yeah, he's yeah. out there like, you know, trying to start a fight on the floor. And like, but 
he's he's got that he's got that worm energy. He does like he the way he plays. Not quite as big numbers because he does, he's not on the floor as much, but yeah. he does have that same Puts bad boy attitude as Dennis Rodman. Stats, right? He's, yeah, he's he's in there and he's giving it his all. Whatever yeah, he's, he, he's usually got a lot of fouls, you know, for a very short amount of time. He he, he usually has, you know, let, let's just call it, you know, this is not accurate, but I'm just saying, let's call it if he plays ten minutes out of the forty, which might actually be a little heavy, but still, if he plays ten out of the forty, he's probably got at least three fouls. I mean, but but it's always due to hustle and no, you're not you're not yeah, putting me on a post. He's getting involved in it, yeah. You know? And so he said he's going to stay, and I think he can be developed and be just. I, I think he could be a problem for opponents next year. Uh, rumor rumor has it, and it's only rumor at this point, but rumor has it J.D. Note is staying for his last year of eligibility. Um, of course, we lose Stanley Amude, we lose um, Chris Likes and Trey Wade. Uh, they are out of eligibility, um, so we wish them the best. We hope to see them yes. in the future playing a- at least some G League ball, or, or you know, I, I think maybe that, they'll catch on somewhere. Yeah, you and never I, and know. I think with that the, they will with the modern NBA. You never know because I watch a lot of G League on uh, Hulu because it's available right. on there. Yeah, and you you never know who you catch on there that they just got to catch a spot on that yeah. roster. And, and, and yeah, and, and, and I the, think that they're good enough. I think all three of them. I mean, and Stanley the wonderful Amuda thing about the, the G League as well is that you're uh, basically an unrestricted free agent in a way that you can be yep. picked up by another team. Yep, so. That's right. I mean, it's just like being on a on a farm team. Well, yes. actually, it's it's not because once you're on a farm team at MLB, you are signed to that team, aren't you? Yes. yes. Okay. Now, so if you're playing for the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay Yankees, your property of the, the Yankees. New York Yankees. Yes. Yeah, that's what, it is a Tampa Bay Yankees. So it. Uh, gosh, I I know I'm, it, I'm so far. We'll off just call now it the Florida Yankees because it's a town in Florida. It's a major city in Florida, but it, they have a Yankees franchise, yeah. which is a minor league franchise for New York, obviously. Yeah. So it's a, basically a developmental <laughs> team. Is what it, what you're looking at farm system as you as you called it, but with the G League, you have eyes on you from other teams, and if someone wants to make that offer to to, to pick pick you away, you have the eligibility yeah. to do that. Right, because you're technically your salary is not being paid for by the the team that you're wearing that jersey for, unless you have a contract with that team. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into this. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils took down my Arkansas Razorbacks who I had picked to win the national championship. The Coach K farewell tour. Yeah, we th- were wrong this... about the date on the retirement party. Yeah, Apparently that's right. Arkansas isn't going to be hosting it. Yeah, I got my RSVP incorrect. I uh, apologize. Yeah, that, that was our fault. That was our fault. Excuse us. That was our mistake. Anyway, um, now that uh, Arkansas has been beaten out, uh, I really... Um, Okay, I, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. Uh, I'm, I got my Twitch stream up, I'm like, what is he doing? Uh, so anyway, after we were beat out, uh, I will say this, I, I am going to go ahead and jump on the Duke bandwagon, um, because now I kind of want to buy into the story, the, the, the swan song, if you will. Uh, you know, Coach K has such a legacy uh, with Duke, he's been the coach for what, almost 40 years? Oh yeah, and without him, Duke would not be on the no, basketball. No, absolutely not. Coach and K now, is... Uh, the, now they're synonymous with college basketball. That's right, that's they right. They really are, the Dukies are. Hate, love them or hate them, yeah. you think college basketball, Duke Blue Devils are going to come Yeah, they the come into the conversation somewhere. Yeah. So um, I was talking with uh, my cousin James, um, and we we had had the conversation of... You know, I said, do you think Duke takes it this year? And he says, yeah, I think so. And of course, his, his you know, idea behind it is like, I don't think CBS or ESPN is going to allow anyone else to win besides. And I was like, well, you know, uh, 
I happen to think that there is a vested interest in the story behind Coach K's swan song. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that. I got to be honest, though. And Tar Heels are nasty. Uh, they, they are playing some top-notch basketball. Are. And, of course, I mean, once again, you talk about a team that's synonymous with college basketball, North Carolina. Yeah, again, with, with great reason because the history behind that. Right. But some of that history from uh, Chapel Hill Road, right there where they share, I can't remember, the Tobacco Road is the name of the road, I think. Sure. They, the, technically, they share a road where the two universities are there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the, the, the fight there. Yeah, the, I mean, and, and that's pretty old cool. Old school rivalry. Yeah, it is an old school rivalry, and, and it's really cool to see it happening in the Final Four this year, yeah. especially because like it also happened for uh, the last home game of the season for Duke, and they lost. This Coach is K's retribution final opportunity. game yeah, opportunity. on his court. Yeah. They he lost. Spo- they played spoiler. Yeah. And also, you got to remember that this is North Carolina. This is the Tar Heels. This is the one team that if you're a Duke Blue Devil, you got to get hyped up to beat. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm about to sneeze, bro. I'm waiting on it. I have to. He just went cross-eyed. I know. That's gone. Okay. Well, that was annoying. Oh, God, now my eyes are watering. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, on the other side of the bracket, you have uh, uh, Villanova and Kansas, right? Is that right? Villanova? I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention, and honestly, I blame ESPN, because all I know is, is Coach K is still <laughs> in turn. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. ESPN is like, Coach K has showed up to New Orleans. He has checked into his hotel. We're like, is is this part of the broadcast? What's going on? Looks like uh, he's placed his order at Starbucks this yeah. morning. <laughs> what are we doing, golf now? Okay. Well, now Coach K makes his approach. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so you're, you're right. I mean, pretty much the last half of the season has been all Coach K's final. Hey, I, kudos to Coach K for holding sure. up his end of the bargain and being still in the conversation right now. Yeah, and, and let me go ahead and say this, too. Um, only Polish people would spell... Uh, Sicheski, right? With a with a Shishevsky. Yeah, Shishevsky. That's right. Uh, with, with, a, a, with with a K. So a K that's and a fun. Y and a K. so hey, any of our uh, listeners in Poland, man, we uh, we appreciate making your K's sound like S C H. I mean, th- so that's that's a thing. Anyway, uh, so who do you got? I got North Carolina. You got North Carolina. Game. Okay. Because I have seen them play a number of games this year, I watched that game where they beat Coach K on his home court yeah. for the send them home. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen the Duke Blue Devils play, and they're good. They, I, well, I mean, here's they're, the they're deal. Good. When they There's, played Arkansas last week, I mean, that was a – that was No a, sweat. No sweat off their back. No, and that was, they were playing at a high level. Now, we were also not playing at our highest level. No. But – I think the moment, honestly, we, we, it's, you know, so far back at this point, it's irrelevant. Yeah, right. But I think that the, they got caught up in the moment, and, you know, I agree. Coach K, they've been there before. That's the difference. I agree. And and I think that give us another really this next next year two straight appearances like that. Yeah, see, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call your shot now. I I think I'm gonna wait until the season starts to call my shot before you call your shot. Who you got to win the national championship? That's I'm gonna go ahead and buy in, bro. I'm 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 gonna buy in and say Duke. I think it's gonna be Duke Kansas in the final game, and I I think Duke's gonna national champion coach case. Yeah, I think so, man. And and like I said, I think that at this point, I think the players for Coach K, I think the Duke Blue Devils themselves, 
I think they've bought into the song now, too. Now, you know is what I mean? there any way that they can name him the MVP of the March Madness tournament? Is that if they can give it coach to K? a coach? I, I, they should. There a way? Because I mean, like he's been there more than anyone. Also, because he's been a coach longer than anyone. Um, yeah, I'm I'm honestly, from a health perspective, I'm glad to see that he's retiring because I know sure. that he looks like his health has been. Sure. Down, well, I mean, I, I can't imagine the the pressure of, of being in that position on top of being in your seventies. Yes, you know what I mean. And and he yeah. looks like a pretty healthy guy for being in his mid seventies. But looking back on history, remember there was a time that after Phil Jackson left, before Phil Jackson came back, mm-hmm. they were searching for a coach out in Los Angeles, and they were targeting Coach K. Right. And the appeal was Kobe Bryant because obviously Kobe was going to go to Duke right. and he loved Coach K and he had played with Coach K and the Olympic team mm-hmm. because Coach he Coach K had coached that Olympic team. Right. So it was like a perfect fit and Coach K never made the you know made the decision to stay in Duke and didn't take it. Imagine, you know, history is what it is. Yeah. That, you know, he went out to Los Angeles and, and became an iconic Laker coach. I yeah, mean, that'd the, be crazy. Do you think that his style would have translated into the pre- professional game? That's what my question yeah, really is. Yeah, I, I do, actually. He uh, Just because you see the caliber of player that's in the league now that, that – came up from under Coach K. Yes. You know, like the J.J. Reddicks, the, uh, even though it was just for one year, but the Zion Williams, uh, the... Well, injuries notwithstanding, he's still, you know, dropping off TikTok videos where he's doing between-the-leg dunks in practice, so I don't know what that's about. Yeah, you know, Zion, what is that about, bro? Anyway, um, but, you know, you, you see all these guys, but you hear, especially during the uh, the senior night, the, the last home game of the season, they had a whole big... Uh, the, it was a whole day thing, a Coach K farewell uh, thing for that game against UNC, um, and they had all the like most of the pros that had come through Duke, everything you know, sharing memories and everything. But they had one. And he says, "I'll never forget." Uh, he goes, "I had an off game," and Coach K after the game looked at me, pointed right at me, he goes, "And you." played deplorably he goes i didn't even know what that meant i had to go look it up and he goes oh my god that was he goes that was him though he goes he he was serious about it and i was like of course he was he's he he built a a dynasty team out of an ncaa you know this isn't a pro franchise this is a university yeah and you change college basketball so for that my hat's off to coach k forever and yes i do think that it would have translated into a very successful pro program I think so as well. I think that it would have been a perfect situation. I think what really kept him from going back into it, that was the Lakers' rebuild period. Yeah. And they hadn't got Pau Gasol at that point. Right. And once they got Pau, Lamar, and Ron Artest, then they were able to go over the hump and win now, Kobe now was that last this, championship. Yeah, that's right. So this Phil did come back, and now, they won one more championship. But this wasn't this wasn't Ron, though. This was Meta, right? Uh, he started with the team as, as Ron, Ron Artest. Artest okay, it was like a couple years in when he decided to... He was Meta World Peace when they won their first championship that's that's right because he wanted um he wanted just to put world peace on the back of his jersey yes and they they wouldn't allow it it. which is crazy because in 2020 you had equality throwing up an oop to justice for all yeah let's not (laughs) yeah yeah i was like wait what but anyway so he changed it legally changed i love that yeah thank you controversial or uh what an unpopular opinion (laughs) i love it says on the back of the jersey you don't have to be my name i don't care yeah just like world peace i'm like you know what like the xfl what was it he hate me (laughs) oh man uh 
Anyway, we want to even get into Ron Artest right now because we've already talked about the Malice at the Palace, which yeah. was an awesome documentary. If you haven't checked out the Untold documentaries on Netflix, check yes. those out. And uh, again, uh, recognition to Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. His career oh, was destroyed by Ron by Artest. By that moment, yeah. Which is unfortunate because he had all the potential in the world. Oh, man, yeah. Was a great ball player. Yeah. Thank God Reg was already on his way out, bro. Right. Because, I mean... Reggie, I've been watching him, and, and I will say this: I have watched the, the from a perspective of looking at Ron Artest as well as, as someone that you can tell obviously has yeah, mental illness, mental illness that and issues. Was going very unchecked. Yeah, uh, bless his heart. His he that eats him up every day. It yeah, seems man. like it, yeah. it feels like that moment. He, if he could take one thing back in his life, it'd be, it that. Would be that. Yeah, well, you can't have a do over. All you can yeah. do is learn from it. But I will say this: Ron taught somebody a very valuable lesson. The wrong person, but he did teach somebody. You can't just throw watch trash Stephen at Jackson, or he'll catch you with a sucker punch. <laughs> yes, truth, truth. Keep your eye on Stephen Jackson. Yeah, that's it. That's that's a that's a lesson he taught. That and don't throw uh, you know cups at Ron Artest because he will climb the bleachers and attack the neighbor of the yeah. man who threw. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway. So yeah, I mean we can. So you think UNC? I think Duke. Uh, I mean, obviously that'll be decided tomorrow because if UNC beats Duke, then I'm going to jump ship and jump on with you. Yeah. Because I just don't think Kansas has got it, bro. I, the, I mean, obviously Kansas is a good team. That's another synonymous with college basketball team. Yeah. Along I just, with UCLA. The, you know, I, I'm going to use some baseball terminology right now, but you know, the stuff. I just don't think Kansas has the stuff. I just don't. They, I, I think that when it comes down to it, I honestly think they go down to Villanova tomorrow. I think they do. I think they lose to Villanova tomorrow. I think Villanova is a tougher matchup for North Carolina if they do end up against them. Yeah. The Duke, uh, Duke, Duke controls their own fate, truthfully. It depends on which team comes out. If the team that came out and beat Arkansas comes out, I don't it's think the championship UNC... Is there. They'll be cutting down that net. Yeah, Exactly. But if the Duke that played UNC at that last home game comes out, then I see UNC just straight walking over them, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so you know we can skate past this now. I think I think we've yeah no, we've beat good. we've beat the hell out we've, of uh, March we've beat Madness, this dead, you know, dead horse. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, what else we got? We're on to the NBA because we're nearing. It's like the last six <sighs> games of the season. Yeah. Uh, more or less, you know who's in and who's out. It looks like the Lakers aren't going to make the cut. Uh, yeah, you know, and I got to be honest with you. You know, I'm not a Lakers fan. I know you're not. I, and it's the Russell uh, Westbrook uh, experiment uh, which uh, failed. God, for real. And I think they need. But a you new know coach. what? We all we all called that at the we beginning did. of the year. We when said this Russ up, thing yeah. isn't working. I mean, immediately game one, we're like, Russ isn't working out. You, Russ and Braun, just they didn't click, bro. They just no, it's, didn't. It's an interesting dynamic, too, because LeBron was breaking records set by Oscar Robertson. Yeah. Those are the same records that were then being broken by Russell Westbrook yeah. because he's such a distributor. For as much as they're both called ball hogs, they rack up assists. I, like I'm telling you, though, bro, like I actually looked at the numbers and I, like, I still stand on the fact that both of them are ball hogs. But if you look at their assists, you're like, they're dishing that ball off when it counts, though. Yeah, yeah. So I that, mean, that's the thing is that what, for whatever reason, it didn't work well. I don't know if they just couldn't figure out who should be taking what shot when until LeBron decided to screw it. I'm just going to do it all myself. Yeah. But apparent, that, uh, not apparently. Obviously, that's not enough. They've lost some key role players, and now they're struggling. It doesn't look like they're even going to make it to the play-in game. So. Yeah. 
it's a sad fall for a, a once storied franchise for at yeah. least now. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do rebuilding moving forward. Yeah, in the off season, it, it'll be it'll be it I will think, be interesting. I think to see. they'll move Russ. I do. I think I, they'll I think move it's Russ, best for yeah. him too. Honestly, I think if he goes somewhere else, it may rejuvenate him and he may be a star again, like in Houston. Yeah, and, and I, I think that I think that's what's going to end that's, up being best for him. That it's is best what's for the ridiculous Lakers. is people don't see like just a year ago statistics. One year ago, he was putting up those Russell Westbrook numbers just yeah. one year ago. I, it's just the dynamic is I, I think that there's too many I think there's too many big names in Los Angeles right now. You know what I'm saying? You got AD, which I know AD's been plagued by uh, uh, not injuries injury and, and, and as we've repeatedly said, a little on the soft side, <laughs> he's never going to be one that's going to step up and be I a, say, a But I, w- I said that back when he was dominating at Kentucky. I was like, bro, this dude's soft. I mean, like, he's got a lot of power and he's big. The thickest thing on him with his eyebrows. Yeah, man. That, that oh. God, that yeah, at least seagull on, that lives on top of his head. At least he put head. on a little more muscle now that he's gotten older, but yeah. he's still plagued with injury, being prone to injury, and I think Davis is a good addition to another star, and that's why sure. it worked well that first season. Yeah. But they had an accoutrement around them of role players that they like, don't uh, have who, who was it? There was this one white kid that played for him, Alex Caruso. Oh, alopecia. Alope- oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. you look. Uh, look, Will Smith gonna come up here and smack oh. the dog wadden out of you. Okay, be careful. Um, you can't even say alopecia. I knew but a guy yeah, whose daughter's name was alopecia. It was they, weird. I didn't they know. let the mamba go. Yeah, they let the bald mamba go, and we were happy to take their quote unquote table scraps because what they considered table scraps, we we saw as we we saw that diamond in the rough. Yeah, yeah. And, Alex Caruso is just a madman, dude. He is everything to the Chicago Bulls team. He is a leader. He may not be their point scorer, but when he's right. on the court, he is a de that, facto leader yeah. on defense. He's involved yes. in almost every play. Uh, last night, I know that this is going to air on Sunday, but last night's game, Thursday night, that incredible game versus mm-hmm. the Clippers where they had to have a comeback, yeah. Alex Caruso's passing was very important in there. Oh, DeMar, absolutely. you know, shut things <laughs> yeah. down and did De- what DeMar does. Yeah. He dropped 50. DeMar do what DeMar do. He I dropped don't... half a hundred on him. <laughs> yeah. And it took every last one of those points, man. Yeah. It was crazy. And they also got the advantage of a, a newer rule that's been added in we're on an inbound where if a foul is off ball on an inbound before the ball is you know gets to the the person supposed to get it mm-hmm. then the foul is called you get a free throw shot rather than you just the get foul the is back. called and you get the ball back so oh. the bulls made the free throw shot okay. brought it from a three point game to a two point game beautiful and then demar got fouled for three Made two of the three. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, so could have won, won, won the game if you'd have made that last free throw. <sighs> Demore, you know, I just don't feel like you're doing enough. <laughs> you know, when you but miss a free they throw. went into overtime and then they just locked it down and, and yeah. played the, to the potential. That team that played last night, if they play like that, they can hang with anybody in the yeah, NBA. Absolutely. The problem is, is you don't get that on a consistent night yeah. to night basis. You, you don't know when that team is actually going to be there yes. and not be there. And you don't know when Billy Donovan's going to accidentally do a Billy Donovan thing and overthink and overanalyze yeah. and and you know call something wrong. Yeah. Make a substitution at the wrong times. It's, yeah. it's just something that coaches do. It, it is. It's a part of the game, and, it and is. every coach does it, and everything else, but. You know, Billy yeah, so Donovan, you know, he, he's Florida coach and 
you know, you, you kind of do have well, to look at bad decisions being made and say, look at where he came from. You know what I mean? That's just a little Florida SEC man. rivalry, okay? That's all uh, that is. Billy, let, me, let me say this, that Billy Donovan is the Coach K of Florida. He could yeah. he built something up that was nothing there, yeah. won a couple of championships, and I, I don't know. He made the decision to leave that safety net to go to Chicago, which I understand as a Bulls fan, the importance yeah. of being the head coach of the Chicago Bulls. Absolutely. But it, I, I thought it was a gamble that he took, and I'm proud that he took the gamble. And the, this new general manager in this office, the front office coming here, the team that they've built around, uh, signing DeMar and their – We'll see if they keep uh, Zach Levine long term. I don't see why they wouldn't. I would say I, I think they would be foolish not. I to. think there's a foundation here that they may not win the championship this year, but they're yeah. going to be a contender for the years to come. Yeah, I would say especially if they can keep this this team. You know, uh, I, I want to say keep a lot of these younger guys together, like Io Desumu, uh, Kobe White. You know, which I don't think Kobe White. I, I think Kobe White's gone after this year. I think he's gone. I don't think they can afford to keep him. I, I don't either because I think somebody's going to come up with some big-time money for Kobe White. He's not uh, up yet. I don't think his contract's not up yet, but I wouldn't be I surprised he was, if the Bulls. Uh, no, the one that they're going to want to re-keep is uh, Levine. He's the big name that's coming up. you got Tony no, Bradley. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I knew there was a couple, but I thought that Kobe White was up this year. Is, he, is uh, it next season? When I think it's next season. Okay. That, that he, watch that me he's be wrong, up. and it's like two seasons from now. But, but. I, I do see him as uh, me personally. Personally, I think he's vital, and I'd like yeah. to keep him. But yeah. you have Dosumu now that you've drafted, yeah, and, and you can't really. There's not enough ball to go around between Caruso, Levine, White, yeah. and Dosumu. Somebody yeah. does have to go on this, and I think Kobe White is the one where you get the most value for back. For, for your sacrifice. Yes, for your sacrifice. I, I agree. You're not going to get rid of the value that's Caruso's bringing as a leader. Yeah, and you're and, not going to get rid of the rookie. No, because he, especially one who shows as much promise. And there you go. And then Zach Levine's the franchise player. Yes. So So I I agree. I like the way that they're going. I'm hopeful, but I'm not going to hold my breath on championship, uh, but I'm never going to root against them. um, Now, where are we at in the standings? Uh, Like fifth, I think. Fifth. Okay. So we are in, in the playoffs as long as we don't. Uh, oh yeah, no, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, yet. okay. No I know that. Would. Like well, a couple weeks ago, we were both like, eh, "Well, we were have to pull if it they together. tank every single game." Yeah. I think they would be sitting on the bubble in the playing game, right? Like worst case scenario. Yeah. But now, no, they're going to make the playoffs. Now it's about seeding. You're looking at yeah. possibly, I think, playing Philadelphia or uh, Boston is where we're at right now. Which both of those are tough matchups, but, but if keeps I'm, you away from Giannis. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Keep me away from Milwaukee. But at the same time, out of those two, uh, it's a tough call. But I say, give me Boston. Like I, I want to play Boston because I, I think I've got a better chance of beating Boston between uh, Tatum and, and Brown. I know. But, and Smart the way he's playing I lately. Know, I although know. they did just get a blow with Williams being out though, yeah. and that's vital to them. Yeah, and that's kind of so, where I was going with that because but, at the same time, but you got a healthy Philadelphia with. And Harden Brooklyn. And, yeah, and Brooklyn. And but I mean, you've got Embiid uh and, and Harden and then, you know, a, a, a team of other role players yeah. on uh 76ers. And then when you got to talk about Brooklyn, I mean, come on, you got KD, you got Kyrie. I mean, that's good. There be. are two teams that if you're a Bulls fan, you want to avoid at the moment, and that's yeah. Giannis and the Bucks, yeah. obviously, and Miami. Yeah. Miami, they have not been in any game with Miami all season. That goes back to the beginning of the yeah. season when they were healthy. Yeah, so. and we it's like I don't know what it is about Miami, but we cannot hang with them. 
And I, I mean, mean, like, you're seeing teams that we've... Jimmy Butler, that's yeah. why you can't hang with it. But it's and crazy, though, that, that teams that have beaten Miami, we've walked all over. Yes. But when you, we go up against Jimmy Butler in the heat, we're like, oh, maybe we'll just lay well, down. I, it's not just Jimmy Butler. I'm it's being, not, I'm being unfair because they also have Noah Lowry, and yeah. they, they have other players. But what frustrates me from a Chicago Bulls fan standpoint is that they will let the role player beat you. Yeah. They will go out there, and Robinson will have a great night. Yeah. And then when Robinson's having a great, you know, a, a, a best night of his career, dropping 30 on the Bulls, mm-hmm. and then he'll, next night, you know, 10 points. Back yeah. to the re- yeah. regular. It's yeah. like, why did it have, why did you guys not cover him? Yeah, well, like, what was going on here, guys? You decided that you just thought he couldn't shoot? Yeah, like, the, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. You, it's, it is it is what it is. But <laughs> it I'm is hopeful, what it is. I'm hopeful the Bulls can at least maintain and be respectable. I still see first-round loss. Yeah. I am a realist. I see first-round loss. Next year, I'm championship or bust. I'm on that. Oh yeah, wagon. okay. Yeah. I'll jump on with you. You know me. I, like I, every year when the season starts, I'm like Bulls. Bulls win it all. Like you realize they're garbage, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Bulls take the whole thing. But hey, uh, I tell you what, guys. If y'all want to hear about any more uh, NBA stuff, you know, y'all y'all can y'all can start dropping some knowledge on us in the chat and all that kind of stuff. Uh, find us on Twitch and hit that follow button. You'll get notifications when we go live. You can interact with us, have fun. That's right. That's right. Uh, also, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and all the socials. The Hoot Hobbs Show. Uh, we are going to uh, eventually separate this into two separate shows, but for right now, it's still on the same uh, catalog. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys. And you know, if we mess something up or anything on some stats, man, yeah, feel free to shoot us a message. Yeah, call I, us I, out I like, on it. We like yeah, to be corrected. Yeah, I do actually, because uh, you know, if you don't correct me, I won't learn nothing. So anyway, and ain't nobody learned never learned nothing that they ain't been told nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I even can't a, even even, <laughs> even understand what I just said. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a it's some things and some stuff I think. But hey, guys, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, so we're just gonna go ahead and shut it down. We'll talk to you next week. We love you. Thanks for supporting us. Good night.